If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour of Clay and Buck kicks off right now, everybody. We're joined by our friend Jesse Kelly. He is nationally syndicated by Premier Networks on the Jesse Kelly Show. He comes on after uh, our friend Sean Hannity in uh, much of the country. So uh, Jesse is with us now. He's also the author of a new book, uh, which we're excited about, The Anti-Communist Manifesto. Jesse, thanks so much for being here, man. As, as you know, I get people, every time I say the word commie on this show, someone emails me to, emails me to say, Keep calling them that because that's what they are. <laughs> well, uh, you're welcome for being here, Buck and Clay. I know it's not every day you get a world-famous author on the show. <laughs> I know this is the biggest show in the country, but we world-famous authors, we're just we're a special breed. We look at the world differently, and it. Uh, look, I, I know it's an honor for you, so I'm happy. I'm happy. Happy I could do this. For your, you. your humility and Clay's humility <laughs> it is the Hulk versus the thing. I have to say, you guys, uh, you guys are both lacking in confidence at all times. <laughs> be a great confidence off between jesse and i so here's a here's a good question for jesse on the comments off what are you absolutely awful at awful at anything artistic anything now now to be fair i'm white trash so uh (laughs) we grew up the kelly's we are a construction family from ohio the rust belt total construction family no one in the family and i mean nobody nobody can sing nobody can dance Nobody can draw. Nobody can play an instrument. There's no creativity there at all. Other than the world-famous book that you're releasing. Well, yes. other than being a world-famous author, yes. obviously. That's just different. Now, I'm more like Shakespeare and so, Hemingway th- kind this of is, thing. This is a little bit disappointing because we figured since Hunter Biden can sell his finger paintings for 50K each, <laughs> you know, you probably could pick up some, uh, maybe be a sculptor or something. But speaking of, of Biden 
and politics, and that's the smoothest transition anyone's ever heard. Mm. What did you think about what we saw last night with Trump up on stage, Caitlin Collins, formerly of the Daily Caller, now CNN's next uh, it lady? What do you think? I, I'm of, of two minds about it. One, I think CNN did Caitlin Collins wrong. I'm a big believer that you set your employees up for success. Caitlin Collins is like an adorable little puppy. She's way too stupid and meek to stand on stage it, with Trump it, it, it was and like not just a, get dominated. Trump, it, of course, is going to dominate that little mouse. It was like putting a Pomeranian in with a grizzly bear, which is just not fair to the Pomeranian. It wasn't. I'm the only person. Now, I hate Caitlin Collins. Don't get me wrong. I hate CNN. I legit felt bad. Bad for that chick has no chance against a dominant personality like Trump, and he's got ten times the IQ she does. So, so that was I like a- I like Caitlyn, other than the fact that she's an Alabama fan, um, and uh, and again to Buck's point, she used to work at the Daily Caller. Here is what I think the number one story is that almost nobody's talking about: the Trump team negotiated CNN into the basement. CNN somehow agreed. <laughs> think about this: as soon as this started. Trump came out to a standing ovation. It was like they allowed him, if you're a comic, you want to go out in front of a crowd that already likes you because even if you're not on your A game, they like your jokes, they're going to respond favorably to you. They put Caitlin Collins into a situation where she was the only person who didn't like Trump in that entire building, probably other than the cameraman. And then they allowed every response that he gave he got like a standing ovation, people laughed, and it made it such an optical disaster for CNN that that's why, guys, I think they cut it short. Oh, Because sure. I think they were like, oh my goodness, we got negotiated into the basement here. And whoever at Trump's team said, yeah, we'll do CNN, but we want to do it with a town hall. We want it to be Trump voters and undecided voters. And everybody in that room, when he got a standing ovation walking in, I was like, oh, this is going to be something. And I knew that, that when AOC is sending out tweets about how angry she is, you know it was a big win for Trump. Yeah, look, they totally set her up for failure. And I think his team had to have negotiated, because you pointed out the audience, they had to have negotiated some kind of deal on the audience. Because you know CNN would have loaded up that audience with a bunch 100%. of communists in there yes. if they could. Instead, they put a bunch of normal people in there. So CNN wants to talk about January 6th. Trump wants to talk about securing the border. When That's what normal people want to talk about. But at the same time, I said I'm of two minds. My other mind is, okay, it, it's nice. It, it was It was enjoyable. It's always enjoyable to watch Trump beat up on journalists. It doesn't matter, though. It's not going to be important for the election itself. We have to ballot harvest. We have to get out the vote. We have to do all the blocking and tackling that's not sexy. The right has got to wake up and realize that's where the election will be won or lost. We can do a new town hall and beat the crap out of CNN every day between now and Election Day, and we're going to lose if the RNC continues to ignore get-out-the-vote efforts and ballot harvesting efforts. They're playing chess, and we're playing checkers, so we can all pat ourselves on the back today. Is it going to win us the election? No. You know, I've, I've seen a few people and talked to a few people, Jesse, who work in that realm. Our our mutual buddy, Ned Ryan, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Hemingway, who wrote a great book, Rigged, on the election, but really understands how it was rigged and what the machinery was that you know was used against Trump and how they how they played that game. Both of them have taken, whether on Twitter or on podcasts that I've spoken to them on, the position that it doesn't matter who the Republican nominee is at this point. If that machinery of getting the votes where we need them, when we need them, isn't fixed, 
we are going to lose the presidency in 2024. What do you make of that? I make of it that it's the absolute truth. People will, on our side, and I understand this, they will look at like the 2020 election and they'll look at Donald Trump packing stadiums and they'll make fun of Joe Biden because he poops in his pants in front of the Pope and because he couldn't get 10 people in a room and he can't talk or hold a thought in his head and they'll say this is ridiculous. And they'll look at that vegetable who just got elected senator out of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, and they'll say this is ridiculous. But it's not ridiculous. It's actually very easily explained. They have developed a professional ballot harvesting operation in the Democratic Party where they could put up another vegetable. They, they could actually put up a head of broccoli and get that person elected because they will chase down the ballots to bring in the votes they need to have that person elected. But the right still thinks it's about town halls and it's about issues and it's about candidate quality and it's about all these things because the right wants sexy. The right wants the triple reverse halfback pass for the touchdown. Look how fast the receiver is. And Democrats understand it's about the fat left tackle, and it's about tackling. It's about blocking and tackling. They've mastered blocking and tackling. We're 50 years behind. Either we catch up 50 years in the next year, or we're done. Speaking of blocking and tackling, Michigan's a lot better now at blocking and tackling than Ohio State, oh, which is the gosh, last time I saw gosh. you was in Columbus, Ohio. But Buck, obviously, is not all in on the sports uh, universe, but I'm sure... You see this on your show, too, and we were just talking about it in the first hour. Every time you say something positive about Trump, the DeSantis people are upset. Every time you say something positive about DeSantis, the Trump people are upset. And I've analogized it in many ways to sports, where when you talk about a big rivalry, Michigan-Ohio State, for instance, every team is so tribal and committed to their side that anything other than your team is the greatest that's ever existed in the history of mankind uh, is uh, is wrong. And I'll point out, throw myself under the bus here, that I said put every dollar you have on Ohio State uh, oh. on on the big noon kickoff show right, right before I uh, saw you and your family there. But how much do you see this already, even though DeSantis hasn't officially announced, this looming battle between the Trump and DeSantis team because – whether it's Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, whoever else is going to enter into the race, I think it's acknowledged by the Trump people and the DeSantis people that those guys or girls have virtually no chance of actually winning. They want to be VP, obviously. Yeah, yeah I don't worry about the two also, Rands, that Vivek, blah, 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 or whatever, and, and Nikki Haley. They don't give a crap about either of those. None of those people are going to do anything. It's a Trump-DeSantis race. As far as people getting upset when you say something nice about Trump or DeSantis, I don't give a crap if people get upset. People need to stop waving pom-poms for human beings, for men. I don't wave Trump's pom-poms. I don't wave DeSantis's pom-poms because they're all just rental cars to me. They all just need to be used until they get me where I'm going, and then I'm dropping them off back at the rental car place. Yeah, they're going to beat the crap out of each other in a primary, and they should. Why? Because we need better candidates. Trump needs to be better than he is. DeSantis needs to be better than he is. And the only way to go take it back to sports, the yeah. only way you get better is friggin' tryouts. Get out there and hammer each other into the ground, because you're going to take on a Democrat machine that's going to carve you up like a Thanksgiving turkey unless you're ready for it the way they've done before. So if people get upset about it i understand politics gets emotional well that's too bad so sad politics is a contact sport go beat each other up and stop falling in love with politicians none of these people give a crap about you so use them all like a rental car and then drop them off when you're done and forget about them next month your book's coming out jesse the anti-communist manifesto you'll be joining us here on the show to talk more in detail about it but you know, one thing that I think is is interesting is it used to be whenever we would use the term socialist, it's, a, it's not really a socialist because the means of production, right? And you get even more of that with calling the left, I'm sure, 
communists. They say, oh, we're not true, pure Marxists. Why do, why do we need to think of the other side as, I call them commies, you're talking about the anti-communist manifesto, your book. Why do we need to put it in that framework now? Because it's exactly what they are. Communism changed, and communism knew it changed. And by the way, the communists wrote all this down. They came to America. They tried to get traditional communism here. Our workers were too happy for it. But communism is not about the workers or the bourgeois. It's just the religion of the malcontent. All they need is malcontent. So they had to go searching for more malcontents. They shifted to cultural Marxism now. So they're not talking about seizing the means of production. Everything is some, quote, civil rights thing or the the LGBTQ demon mob crap or the feminist hags with their Subaru Outbacks. It's always something like that. These are just different branches of American communism now. It's all just about destruction and burning America down. That's what they are. And I laugh when people on the right, when these low-T GOP nerds tell me that they're not actually communists, when half these people call themselves communists. You have BLM on, on video calling themselves Marxists, and yet the right can't wait to bow before them. Oh, Jesse, they're just left-leaning. They're not left-leaning they're dirty communists trying to burn America down, fight like those are the stakes of the game, because I promise you, those are the stakes of the game. So you've got a, a good theory, and, and and I've seen you share it. People can find you on Twitter for sure, and obviously listen to you on many of these same stations. Your idea and focus is hyper-local. For people who haven't heard what you believe the battleground needs to be, what do you mean when you say the focus needs to be hyper-local? Well, we've lost the federal government. The federal government is lost. Even if your savior Trump or your savior DeSantis gets elected in 2024, I need to remind people Trump was president for four years and his entire agenda was kneecapped from within his, quote, own government because the entire federal government is friggin' lost. That doesn't mean all is lost, though. Democrats took this country locally. They started with city council elections. They started with school boards educating your kids, teaching them to hate you and hate white people and hate themselves and hate everything. That is how we will take it back. The soft underbelly of communism in this country is the school boards and people are waking up. Go take your freaking city back. Take your city council, take your sheriff, take your DA, take your school board, and we will eventually spread from local and Lord willing, take back Washington, D.C. There's no savior coming at any time from Washington, D.C., not in 24, not in 28. Your city can be saved, but that's not sexy, right? We want to talk about senator and president and the bright lights and CNN. Go run for school board and forget these people. I will say this, and I bet this was true for you, Jesse, because I know you got a couple of, uh, of sons as well. I never paid attention to who was on my local school board. I mean, I've voted my whole life. I've never, ever gotten invested in who I was voting for school board until COVID, and they made kids wear masks, and I said, never again. And they have gotten super organized in my home state of, of Tennessee, and the school yeah. boards have gotten it, taken back. It's also a farm team, in a sense, yeah. for higher office, which is critical. You run for school board. I have a friend yep. who ran for school board in, in uh, North Carolina, and then she's like, well, maybe I'm going to go and run beyond that. I just interviewed somebody who's school board in Sarasota, Bridget Ziegler, on the podcast, by the way. You guys should all check out the Clay and Buck podcast. We just talked to her. Um, and she ran for school board. These are people who, once they've gone through that process, Jesse, the left has understood this, right? Obama started out as a community organizer, and we're all saying, oh, community organizer. Yeah, but that was a stepping stone to getting in with the other Marxist organizations and machinery to elevate him all the way to the presidency for the Democrats, right? We can create 
a similar mechanism, but based in limited government constitutionalism and sanity by having people run for school board. And, you know, it's it. I think it does work. I think it is effective. Of course it works. And you nailed it when you used the farm team analogy. That's how they took the country. They didn't take it from Washington, D.C. They took the education system. And from there, they've been churning out little communists for the longest time, filling up our bureaucracy. Now they fill up the corporate boardrooms. Of course, they filled up the university system. Now they have a full-blown training center for communists around the country, and we're worried about who's the president. I'll tell you what, I'll give them the presidency and every seat in the House and Senate, give me every school board, and I'll own America in 50 years, and they won't. Jesse Kelly, the book is The Anti-Communist Manifesto, and uh, I just hope one day Ohio State can beat Michigan again. Oh, I I'm hate you, for you, Clay. I hate you, Buck. <laughs> I like you, Clay. We're enemies now. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, that is Jesse Kelly. On 9-11, 2,977 people lost their lives, and due to 9-11 related illnesses, the number keeps rising today. Yet a whole generation knows little to nothing about our nation's darkest day. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is righting that wrong by educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. Their nonfiction first-person accounts are told through videos and a book series. These accounts are moving and unparalleled. Kids won't forget these true stories. The Institute offers full curriculum units with scripted social studies lessons, activities, and background for teachers. There's also a mobile exhibit, a tractor trailer that's an interactive museum with 9-11 artifacts. And there's the Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for the Children of Program recipients who are exemplary high school students preparing for college. We must educate future generations. Let's help our nation honor its vow. Join us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The torch of truth, past and still lit every day. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. 
Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Our thanks to Jesse Kelly for swinging by and hanging out with us. Top of the second hour. We're going to head down to the border and uh, get some information at the bottom of this hour and the bottom of the next hour as today Title 42 will officially come to a close. But our friend Tudor Dixon ran for governor from Michigan gave uh, really Gretchen Whitmer everything she could want and nearly more. And uh, she's a part of the Clay and Buck podcast network. She had some advice for Bud Light that I think a lot of you will enjoy. Bud Light obviously collapsing in the wake of the transgender endorsement uh, that they brought out at the very beginning of April, end of March. And Tudor Dixon went on and she said, hey, I got a message for how to sell more beer. Listen. From a marketing perspective, I think it's very clear that those were not their buyers. So now they know that the trans community was not their main source of revenue. (laughs) You have got to look at that. I'm telling you, my marketing strategy for them will work. Go back to chicks in bikinis with a car wash, drinking Bud Light. You're going to sell a lot. Buck, she's she's funny. She's been on the show a lot. I would encourage you, you guys will love her podcast. She's got four daughters. I think all 13 and under, if I'm not mistaken. So she's got her hands full there. But she's around our age, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think a lot of you out there are nodding like, yeah, Bud Light sold good-looking girls. They sold football, and they sold good times. And a dude pretending to be a girl is not any of those things. That is all true. <laughs> that is that is a true thing. Um, I would also just note that the numbers, I just saw these in. From Brad Stelter, who still watches the media very closely, uh, CNN town hall with Donald Trump, 3.1 million viewers. So a big night for CNN relative to its numbers, but not a blowout night. Yeah, that's about quadruple what they would typically do in that window. So pretty significant, but I think it's just a sign of how few people are watching CNN that Trump quadrupling their audience was about as good as it could get. Now... I want to let you know as we roll into the midpoint of the show, small business owners have been going to a website, GetRefunds.com, to learn whether or not their business is going to qualify for a tax refund from the IRS. Refunds available to qualifying small businesses from a little-known program called the Employee Retention Credit. That's the ERC. 
GetRefunds.com is also called Innovation Refunds. Companies completed over 17,000 returns for businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotel. Find out if this works for you. No cost in as little as 10 minutes you could join the crew. They've already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds. So go to GetRefunds.com. Download the app from the App Store. GetRefunds.com. Play Travis and Buck Sexton. On the front lines of truth. We have a president who's AWOL, who's not doing his job. And we have a national security crisis unfolding on our southern border. On Monday, the Border Patrol apprehended over 10,000 illegal immigrants. Yesterday, the Border Patrol apprehended over 10,000 illegal immigrants. Those are both records. We're seeing now Title 42 expired. There are over 170,000 illegal immigrants right on the other side of the border preparing to cross. I'm going to be down on the southern border tomorrow. And and this is a full-on invasion. It is a crisis, and the Biden administration is cheering it on. Biden administration is certainly getting what it wanted, whether it admits that now or not. They've been pushing for mass illegal immigration for years, and now finally it's reaching a total breaking point where they can't ignore it anymore. We want to bring you some ground truth in the hours of uh, of the dissolution of the Title 42 authority and what it means at the border. And with that, we bring in our friend Julio Rosas. He is a senior uh, reporter and columnist at townhall.com. He is down in Texas, in the El Paso area, right along the border, and he's seeing exactly what's going on. Julio, thanks for making the time for us. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. All right, just tell everybody who's listening all across the country, Julio, what are you seeing right now? What's the situation on the ground at the U.S.-Mexico border in uh, El Paso? Uh, so basically what, what we're seeing right now is the, it, the anticipated influx of people has been predicted for here. It's ongoing right now. There's a giant uh, line of people. Let's call him back. We'll get a better. We'll get, He's obviously. on the border. He's right now watching the illegal migrants crossing. Sorry, everybody. So his cell connection is not what it should be because he's out there in the field. We'll call him back, see if we get a better signal, because it's amazing how often that happens. But, Buck, to your point, little basically 10 hours from now, Title 42 is not going to exist. And the cut we just pay, played of Ted Cruz uh, citing numbers over 10,000, the biggest, according to Bill Malugin, that he's ever seen, and you'll know Bill Malugin from Fox News, who regularly covers the border, I don't think there's even a comprehension of how bad things are going to get on Friday because, as we've talked about, Buck, the conversations spread rapidly in the communities that are contemplating coming across the border. And we know this because as soon as Joe Biden became president, you started seeing people come across the border and saying, we're coming because Joe Biden wants us to come. And then Kamala Harris tried to travel down somewhere in Latin America. I don't remember exactly where she went and said, no, we don't want you to come. The border czar has not done a very good job czaring at the border, as Kamala Harris might describe her job. And as a result, we're at 10,000 now. We might be 20, 30,000 people. We're going to see a crisis the likes of which we have never seen at our southern border in any of our lives. And the Biden administration is going to be telling everybody they're doing everything possible to try and deal with this. But understand their version of deal with it 
means additional processing resources for the illegals. It does not mean they're looking to lock down the border and prevent all illegal entry. Quite the contrary. All right, Julio Rosas back with us. He is in the field on the border right now, and he's uh, with townhall.com. Julio, all right, you were telling us, what are you seeing down there? How many people are ready to swarm into the U.S. as you look at it right now? So there's a, there's a line of about 600 people that are that are waiting to be let in by Border Patrol to be processed. Now it's it's a little interesting because the the, the influx is partly because Title 42 is is ending, but they want to come into the United States while it's still in effect. So you have those people that are taking the chance to um, not be subjected to Title 8. But but as I was t- you telling earlier. Um, Yes, DHS uh, Secretary Marcus is saying that we're going to put these people under "quote unquote" removal proceedings, but that's just government speak or you know political speak for saying we're going to put these people court system. And a lot of the people that are getting released right now, they're not getting court dates until three, four, five years. Well, yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about, Julio. And you're talking about Title Forty Two as we were ending in yeah. in ten hours, basically, um, Julio. Also, this is seasonal, right? This is the time of year when there's typically a surge anyway. Do we have any sense for how bad it's truly going to get? Because a lot of people are still making their way towards the border as we speak right now. Yes. It's not too cold. Uh, In El Paso, it gets pretty cold. Um, And it's obviously not too hot. And so, I mean, I could tell you there's a photographer that I know uh, who is with the Daily Mail, There, there's a train that runs north into El Paso, and a lot of migrants use that train, and he was on it yesterday, and there was all these people that are currently now making their way uh, to Juarez so that they can enter into El Paso after Title 42 is officially gone. So there is a surge of migrants that have been waiting in Juarez for months that are crossing over right now, and right behind them are going to be even more people that are making their way through Mexico. Julio, what are Border Patrol officers telling you about their expectations for their ability to to deal with this and and the resource uh, issues that are going to come up from it? Uh, basically, they uh, what they've always been saying is that they are nothing more than Walmart readers. They're 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 Ubers for for these illegal immigrants uh, once they once they cross, and so. Uh, again, they, they, the Biden administration is saying, like, is saying that after Title 42, there's going to be more illegally crossed. But as we've already seen, um, they, they, they're going to give them phones to check in, then to try to track them. But that, that, you know, that's a hit or miss because that's if they want to go through the process. Because a lot of these people, they just want jobs. They want better paying jobs and working illegally. Uh, you know, under the table, there, you know, the incentive to do that is very high because, you know, the money that they make through those types of jobs is still a lot better than what they make in their home country. So a lot of them are content with just not uh, going through the the asylum process, even though they're claiming asylum once they enter, once they cross over into the United States. They just want to be processed so they can get released. Julio, keep us in the loop for what you see down there. Julio Rosas of townhall.com. Appreciate you, sir. Thanks for the reporting. Yep, thank you. Sorry about earlier. Inflation and prices are rising, and there's a banking crisis looming. You know it with the current volatility out there in the markets. How are your retirement accounts doing? 
The Phoenix Capital Group says the time to diversify your investments is right now. They recommend high-value U.S. oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. There are both Regulation A-plus and Regulation D corporate bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. There's also a 9% APY starting at a $5,000 investment open to all investors. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. 
Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're going to talk with the Attorney General of Texas to close out uh, the, uh, well, 2.30, to close out the final hour of Thursday. And Buck, I was going to tell you, I want to give, it's rare that I do this, but I'm out tomorrow um, because my wife, Laura, is going to graduate from law school 22 years after we started law school. I met her at Vanderbilt Law School recruiting co-ed softball players. Uh, we had a really good-looking team, as you might imagine. That's legitimately how we met. She finished her first year of law school. The kids all got into school, so the 15, the 12, and the 8-year-olds were all off to school. She decided she wanted to go back and finish law school. So 22 years after we entered law school in 2001, she will officially graduate as a mother of three tomorrow at Vanderbilt University Law School. And so I am out tomorrow to go to a graduation, a generation after my own graduation. And uh, I just want to give uh, props to my wife for going back and finishing uh, finishing law school after having three kids. Yeah, congratulations to Laura Travis. And I can tell any other lawyer out there, you would not want to be across from her in a courtroom. I'm just going to say it. She's the way word, tougher she's, she's than me. She's a gutsy lady. Way tougher than me. I, w- I would much rather be across the table from me than from her. Uh, but uh, but that is pretty cool. I know a lot of people out there, you know, you have kids, uh, and once you get them into school and feel like some normalcy of life can return, notwithstanding what happened with COVID, when I know so many moms and dads out there totally had their world upended. Uh, but uh, but this uh, is pretty cool. So uh, that's where I'll be tomorrow. You'll have the ship to close out. Don't uh, don't you know run no us wild, ashore. No wild parties. Don't, don't, no don't. wild parties. I know you got Jack Carr on, which the last time we saw him was out in Park City, which is where yeah. he lives. And yeah, you know he was he was kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Kind of strutting down Main Street as his hit show uh, on on Amazon, the Terminal List, had already got in its numbers and was crushing it. And I believe they've already renewed That's for another right. series, another season of the Terminal List with Chris Pratt. I got to say, for a lot of guys out there, if you're writing, if you're writing a a a thriller, you know, military action novel, uh, having uh, Chris Pratt as as the lead in your Amazon series is uh, certainly a, a dream come true. I think that would be if, if I, like if I had to pick, I'd be like, I think I'd probably want Chris Pratt. Although John Krasinski, I gotta say, I, he's probably a lib. They're all, all well. Chris Pratt's not a huge lib. Chris Pratt talks about God and Jesus and Christianity and faith. Um, I don't know if, what Krasinski's like. He was good in 13 Hours, though, which was also a very good watch. But we will have Jack Carr on tomorrow. We'll talk to him about a little bit about Hollywood. And uh, it's funny, Hollywood is it's sort of like Wall Street. Hollywood's not even really the thing that it was anymore. We still think of it as the entertainment industry. But Amazon, Netflix, Disney Plus, those are now where the shows, the really big budget shows being made. But as, as we're seeing, the streaming business is not a good business, not an easy business for even the biggest multinational conglomerates to be in. Um, I don't think it. Ha- I'm just going to say, I don't think it helped Disney Plus, the whole Mandalorian thing. Remember where they got oh, rid Gina of G- Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah. Um, that sh- you know, and also what's his, the guy, the lead guy in that is very woke, uh, which is annoying always. I can't remember his name. Pedro I- Pascal. They have bucked, and this is a big media ecosystem story. The cable and satellite bundle was the greatest media business that had ever been created in the history of media. 
If you were on the cable and satellite bundle, your channel made money hand over fist, and every year you got a raise. And a lot of you out there listening know what I'm talking about. Around 2012, we peaked at over 100 million cable and satellite households. Now it's down to 75. It's declining rapidly from there, and only Netflix has made any money from streaming. So far, Disney has lost $11 billion. And if you're a Disney shareholder, I'm sorry. Stock is down $9 today. It basically hasn't moved in a decade. That is, if you bought Disney stock a decade ago, it's kind of set there. And this streaming business is replacing the cable and satellite business and so far, almost no one in the traditional media business is making any money. They're losing money hand over fist. Speaking of Disney, do you remember Soviet Mary Poppins? Yes. Nina Jankowicz, the Biden administration's would-be DHS disinformation governance board member, or the disinformations are. I call her Soviet Mary Poppins because she liked to sing. We saw the videos um, and the whole notion of, of disinformation as practiced by the Biden regime, social media in collusion with the Democrat Party is just about censorship, deplatforming and silencing conservative uh, or regime challenging voices. But Clay, Soviet Mary Poppins, I say it again, is suing is suing um, uh, Fox News. Yeah. So she's now decided to lawyer up. And they're saying over the course of eight months, Fox talked about Jankowitz more than 300 times across its broadcasts and online publications. Fox employee hosts and commentators derided and lied about Jankowitz on repeat and continue to do so even today. I don't know, man. Did you call her Soviet Mary Poppins I, on Fox? I might have. I don't remember now, but I don't work for Fox. So Yeah, well, the, you're in more danger, though, because at least I'm indemnified in theory. Um, you might get sued individually for calling her Soviet Mary Poppins. In, in all honesty, that's I mean, I'm putting my lawyer hat on now. That's certainly fair game, right? Ridicule, satire uh, of political opposition or political figures in general is actually the foundation of our First Amendment. I don't think she's going to have any success there. But what this is representative of is when Fox News, the larger Fox corporate entity, settled with Dominion, um, there are going to be a lot of lawyers out there beating the bushes, trying to find people that they think would have a claim uh, that could make it past a summary judgment motion to try and get some form of settlement out of Fox. Now, I suspect that Fox will hold a pretty strong line against individuals because well, just take it outside of Soviet Mary Poppins here. If you can't talk about political figures in news coverage, the first amendment is done. It's over. Correct. It doesn't exist. And if you can't ridicule them and their ideas and their perspectives, by the way, on both sides, Right. Then well, how do you have a robust marketplace of ideas in any way? Well, this is why you have to have a fair use doctrine, for example. This is why we can play clips of other shows within reason on this show and make fun of them. Like we can play clips of The View to say, listen to the stupid thing they said, yeah. because otherwise, how could you have a real conversation and bring evidence forward about what's being said in politics today? Um, but there are people that are trying to ab abuse uh, the law right now on a number of fronts. One of them, obviously, uh, the, the big one is going after Donald Trump. But even on this, I think you're going to see uh, a, a lot more of this. You're going to see lawsuits. At some level, what we've seen now 
is the the criminalization of the wrong politics in individual form with Donald Trump bringing all these different I believe there are multiple criminal indictments coming against Trump. I've said it here. I think you and I agree yeah, on this. That's I, right. There's multiple indictments coming, but also the ability now for people to sue news organizations and individuals for matters of political difference based upon whether it is disinformation. Yeah, which is a very dangerous. This is why I I did not. Uh, I I thought the whole thing with Fox. Yeah, it was bad from the get go. The the lawsuits and what it represented. But now, going forward, there will be lawfare to silence in this country, and uh, and this is going to be a real challenge for those who want to try to talk about issues that really that really are difficult for the regime, that uh, issues that they don't want to defend. They're just going to try to sue you into submission. Yeah, and it's the whole concept of words as violence. I mean, Joy Behar is, in my opinion, the dumbest person on daily television in America. That's my opinion. Joy Behar could try to sue me. She's got to sue Clay into poverty. She could try to sue me, but that's part of the universe of acceptable discourse. By the way, she could go on The View and say, I'm the dumbest person that she's ever heard on radio in history. What and if, that's her right. What if she sued you and she just wanted a really heartfelt apology, Clay? Uh, she would not get it. <laughs> I didn't think so. I'll have I'll challenge her to a spelling bee. If she could beat me in a spelling bee, then I would apologize to Joy Behar for calling her the dumbest person in America because uh, on daily media. Because I think if she could do that, that would be some evidence that she's not. But I think I would smoke her in a spelling bee. I would put money on it. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything, with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com.